Welcome everybody to our next podcast. Um, so <clears throat> today we're going to talk about webinars and social media. So which is the right channel for medical device marketing? So we're going to break this conversation into different sections, Becca. Um, so first of all, I want to talk about what are the objectives and goals. So this has a huge impact on which platform is best. Um, and then go into each of the platforms and we're going to have a look at cost, we're going to have a look at time it takes to do it, how long, uh, well, the duration of how long you need to do each of these platforms. Um, so hopefully by the end of this podcast, you're going to have a really good idea of which platform is best for you or actually should you be including them in a multi-channel campaign. Um, <clears throat> Becca, welcome to today's podcast. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a really interesting topic. And it's a question that I know I get a lot. Like, if I'm doing social media, is it the right social media? Do I do webinars? Do I do both? What's more important? And there's never one answer to that. It really is different depending on everybody's goals. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of talking through that today. Excellent. Okay, so the first thing to think about, as you said, when we talk about is it webinars or social media, um, what are the first things we talk to clients about when it is which one is best for you? What are the first questions we ask them to understand which ones we should be using when? It has to be what your goals are. I think that's the first question I ask for this, for any digital marketing campaign, but especially when you're choosing between social media or webinars because they have definitely got different results so you you need to use the one that best suits your goals and it could be a case that both work and you should be doing both of them or it could be a case of just social media will work for you or just webinars will work for you so understanding your goals and your audience is is vital straight off the bat can you give us some examples of what goals might be for each of the platforms sure. uh yeah that'd be helpful wouldn't it so for social media if you're looking for brand awareness social media is great for that if you're wanting to kind of give really medical case study information social media you just might not be allowed to do that for either regulatory reasons or some platforms are opposed to things being too they deem things too gory so you get things taken down or hidden so social media is not right for you but a webinar that'd be a perfect place in a closed group you're able to show all your case study information show all your data and you have a longer amount of time to do it so if education is more important for you then webinars is, is better so it really is about what your aim is so is it brand awareness is it education is it lead generation what is it that you're looking to achieve in the next three six months mm. and there are ways actually to get around the privacy issue not privacy issues but the content issues on social media if you do closed groups or something like that then you can do things like that that's another it really way. is yeah. yeah and i'm and not all case study stuff does get taken down but what i think is important with case studies is you know, it's short, sharp content on social media. So even if you're you're allowed to for regulatory reasons or it's something that LinkedIn allows, um, it's only you won't someone only has a certain amount of time on a social media post. They only get maybe five visuals if you've done a carousel and a short bit of text really. 
Um, and then it's the comment section where people can ask questions. Whereas in a webinar, you can go into a lot more detail because most webinars are an hour. Most topics in a presentation are 15, 20 minutes long. So you can really go into the detail, which I think in social media, you can't. But with social media, it's a great opportunity to capture that audience and get people excited about that data and make them want to ask questions. So I guess it depends on yeah, like you said, your goal with what you're trying to achieve. And this comes into multi-channel as well, because if you capture their information or capture their interest on social media, you may then push them off to YouTube or push them off to your website, where actually you can deliver longer form information um, or even a webinar or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, yeah, because I think something we hear as well... So something we hear as well from clients is um, we know that someone's having this challenge, but they don't say they're having this challenge or they may not be aware of this challenge. So for example, leakage rates with staplers, like we, we know they're having this issue, but they don't seem to be talking about it that much. Um, so they're not gonna attend a webinar on it because they don't think it's an issue that affects them. Whereas if they see a short social media post that talks about leakage rates in the industry and all the challenges that people are having, that could spark enough interest that when you post your webinar, a week or two later that I actually know I do need to know about that because of that information you gave me a few weeks ago so it's re social media is really good for that raising awareness yeah for the promotion of things okay <clears throat> um, so really depending on what your goals are will dictate the platforms that we need to go into so if we compare webinars mm -hmm. to social media so when we have a look at webinars, we know that conversion rates on webinars tend to be around 20 to 40 percent so that's really good um, for that type of an event. When we look at social media, we have conversion rates for around 16 to 20%, but it's a significantly longer activity. Um, how long, if we have a look at, so you know, anyone looking at those stat stats would probably say, right, webinars is better because it's going to happen much quicker. Where do you think the positives and negatives are around webinars versus social media? If you said one of the high conversion rate, therefore we should go for that, how would you answer that question? Or what else should we be thinking about? Um, I think it, apart from, from your goals, I think it's also about your audience and stuff because for webinars, a lot of the time it's going to be a similar audience that already know you. Mm -hmm or potentially they, they know the speaker, they, they have some sort of connection to you to trust you to go onto a webinar. Whereas with social media, with people liking and sharing and the impressions are a lot higher. So there's a real opportunity to reach a new audience who potentially know nothing about you, um, which is a real opportunity. And there will be people on your webinar that know don't know you as much but i would say the percentage of people on the webinar that do know you or have heard of you or have heard of a speaker on the webinar is going to be much much higher than people that don't know who you are so the social media gives you an opportunity to meet a new audience which is an advantage of social media so that makes sense as well so webinars because you already know your audience that probably can stick uh, results in the high conversion rate whereas social media a much broader audience so Becca, a lot of people are going to be thinking, right, you know, webinars seem a really good idea, social media seems a really good idea. They do grab different audiences or different size of audiences. One group I know, one group I don't necessarily know, I can access more people. Um, what are the costs associated with this and how often do you need to be doing these activities to actually make a difference? Because I think this is one of the one things that we see 
um, where I think people do it maybe one time and they don't realize the cadence that is actually needed to make an impact. And we see this ourselves with some of the things that we're doing at the moment. And the cadence is always significantly higher, but the benefits are definitely worth it. Um, so when you look at cost and cadence, mm -hmm. uh, what's the difference between the two platforms? So for social media, you got to think about how much social media you, you see on a daily day on a daily basis. So to make an impact in that noise, you're looking at posting a minimum three times a week. Yeah. Ideally, you post you'd post as much as you can, but a minimum three times a week. Um, and then a webinar, you don't have to do as frequently. You could probably get away with doing it once a quarter, ideally sort of once a month if you want a real strong webinar presence. Um, but you do they can be less frequent um, but then with also with social media you need to think about are you just doing organic social media or are you also doing sort of paid ads on social media because that will really affect your costs and where organic social media and what I mean by that is that you're just posting regularly yourself it's not you're not promoting it you're not pushing it it's just normal social media posts um, the cost of those will start more expensive up front while you're creating your content blocks, creating your social media design. But as you go further along in your campaigns, will become a bit more cost effective. However, paid ads are always quite expensive because, you know, you target a set audience and they can be sort of thousands of thousands of pounds a month, depending on what you set your target. Um, whereas webinars, they're a sort of a set cost every time you do it because um, the only thing really varying is the speaker fees that you may or may not have month to month and speakers set their own fees so you can recommend stuff but there'll always be a response from the speakers and how much they want to be paid. Um, so yeah, so the frequency from social media is more which affects the costs but also webinars are happening they're the same set cost and you can't really have any cost efficiencies that streamline that over time that they're a set fee. Okay, so we know the different costs um, and the frequency. The biggest thing being you need more frequency than you think on social media and on webinars too. In fact, any type of marketing, more frequency, more consistency, you're always going to extrapolate your outcomes. Um, which sounds obvious, um, but I think often people don't realize this as, as much as what you need. So when it comes to lead generation, what is the best for lead generation? We have the conversion rates, um, but what do we actually see from lead generation of each? Because I think this is really important because whenever you're looking at the success of any marketing campaign, it can be brand awareness. What do those metrics look like? Um, you know, if it's webinars, what do those metrics look like? So how do we actually measure and see if campaigns have been successful? So let's start with webinars and say, how do we actually measure if what we're doing is successful? Because there's no point in doing this cadence and all this effort if we don't measure our outcomes. What would you say are the best metrics to look at? Um, so you need to be looking at the right metrics. I think metrics that people automatically go to straight away is how many people viewed live. And that's a lovely metric. If you get 60% listening to your webinar live, you feel great about it. But if they none of those people turn into tangible leads or interact with your business again, then does that metric really matter? And I'd argue maybe it doesn't. I think what matters is 
if they interact with you again. And a really easy way of doing that is sort of sending certificates out to your attendees and getting your sales reps to send those certificates out afterwards um, and really build that conversation from there and say, oh, you know, we saw you attended, here's a certificate for attendance. And then that opens up that conversation. And then what really counts as a conversion is if those conversations turn into a lead, like an actual tangible lead, they, they buy a product or something actually happens from them. That's what I would see as successful, that your sales reps come to you and say, that webinar, let's do it again. I've had 15 fantastic conversations off that webinar. I need to, We need to do it again. That for me is a successful webinar and a successful campaign. Yeah, so social media, I think it's, it's the same. I think people very much focus on metrics that, don't mean leads or people purchasing your product um so you know how much likes engagement i have and they are important because they get you seen by more people which is really important but what matters is how many people are messaging you directly on linkedin to find out information and then again a similar thing then those conversations converting into leads um that's what's the most important thing that you should be measuring and what are so um, so things like on social media? How do you measure them converting into leads? Um, so it will be social media is really difficult to measure things turning into leads because people can see your posts, not say anything, not interact with your posts, and then see you in a hospital and say, "Oh, you're you're so and so. You posted about that topic. I'm really interested. Let's grab a coffee," and then your sales rep might not attach that lead to the social media that you've been doing, but it is because of the social media you've been doing. So it's called sort of like dark socials that you get more leads than you think from social media that aren't trackable. But what is important is tracking um, the conversions that you're getting in your inbox from social media. So how many messages are you getting off LinkedIn or whatever platform you're using. Um, and then also those conversations that you're hearing that are happening offline. I see all of those as wins and that's from social media. We hear. Um, I think once we've been doing social media, probably, I would think it's probably around three months. Uh, correct me if you think this is wrong, but I think normally in the second three months, we start to hear a lot of noise about so-and-so's talking to me at exhibition stands. Um, just more people are getting in contact because they're seeing these things going out on social media. But that does also tend to be when we have um, three posts going out a week, so it is the accounts where we have high cadence in, um, that then we start seeing more interaction from the field. But it is difficult to measure. I think unless yeah. we do like lead gen forms, that's the only other way we can do it on social media, but it, it doesn't tend to be as effective as just the general brand awareness things. Yeah, and with paid ads, it's actually easier because you can get your click-through rates and you can see how many people went to your website and that is easier. Um, but it is essentially brand awareness, you're right. And but we are seeing more and more people get leads from social media um and we're also seeing it also work best from well not best from but when you're when the people in the company really engage with it yeah. so personal branding so if you have a really big figurehead or a, a ceo or somebody that's the face of your company their profile will always do better than the company profile if you do, and not all companies have that but if you're having your sales reps sharing all of your company stuff, that's going to do better. And you've got to remember is 
the metrics from that don't get included into your company's metrics. So if you're if we if we share something and it says five shares, great. But we don't know how well those five posts did. We just know it got shared five times. So all of those are getting other impressions. So the campaigns that I always get excited about and always work is when you speak to a company and their whole sales force, their whole marketing team are like, yes, we need to do this. We need to be sharing this. We need to be commenting on this because that's what makes a difference because digital marketing hasn't changed the fact that people buy from people, people engage with people. So people need that personable element. And the only way to do that on social media is to be posting from personal accounts or sharing them from personal accounts. That's a really good point because we definitely, definitely, definitely see that when it goes through a personal account. But I think also uh, the accounts that we see do really, really well are the ones that have storytelling across them and the ones that have a lot of video on them. And it's storytelling through video, just to clarify that. So it's almost like you have a series of videos that go out um, and it can be up to 20 videos, one a week, something like that, and then two posts around that. Um, and that's telling a story over time and they tend to do extremely well. But you're absolutely right. If it's got somebody, somebody in it that people know, um, instantly um, that does better. But it also does that through affiliate marketing in the sense you tag that person in as well, whether that be a KOL, whether that be somebody else. So suddenly you get more people sharing uh, your post as well. So I think that's a really important point about mm -hmm. company profiles. Company profiles are more there, arguably, for validation. So when people want to research your company and see what you're doing, um, it is also awareness. But by going out through people's profiles, um, you always do significantly better. And also, you talk about engagement. I think it's important to say um, that it's about engaging early as well. So it's not about engaging you know two weeks after the post has already gone live it's about engaging within the first hour if we get a huge engagement within the first hour it is amazing what happens to those impressions um, and an impression for example on linkedin is that somebody's seen it for 3,000 milliseconds so that means you've got eyeballs on your post um so <clears throat> yeah that's you know the more people you can get the better and it's not um uh, it's not unsurprising um, to potentially get three to 4,000 views if you get a lot of interactions in that first hour. But if you fall out of that first hour, amongst other algorithm things as well, um, you don't tend to get quite so many interactions. Yeah, I think the algorithm is always changing. So yeah. I would say you can't, you can't try and beat the algorithm. No one really knows what the algorithm is fully doing. But what is constant is you know you got to think about the same way you think about google social media works by showing people what they want to see yeah. so the only way um the social media platforms know your post is what somebody wants to see is because it has likes and engagement mm -hmm. so this earlier you get those likes the earlier that social media platform knows this is a good post we need to keep pushing it out and i don't think that will ever change yeah. so it's a sort of a, a standard thing that you yeah. should be doing yeah that and um and cadence of posts there's, there tends not to be yeah. one magic bullet. We have to continue posting. Cool. Okay, so that's social media. Um, we talked about frequency. We talked about lead generation, how we do that. We talked about cost. We've talked about what we can share. Um, and we've talked about the types of audiences you can access in the sense, you know, there's over four, I think the last number was 4.3 billion people on social media. 
Um, so that is an absolutely ginormous audience versus your 200 or 300 or 400 person mailing list. So that does put the two platforms into context as well of uh, where each sits. Well, I'd also say that I get from clients all the time, oh yeah, there's 4.3, however many people, million people on a platform, but how many doctors are on social media? Like, is my audience there? And it's a really good question. And um, yes, your audience is there. We're seeing such a rise of medical professionals on platforms and it's about making sure that you're using the right platform. You know, LinkedIn is where a lot of surgeons and doctors are, but actually dentists are really on TikTok because they're trying to attack, attack, like attract their audience, which is sort of ordinary non-medical professionals. So if you're trying to, att- to attract dentists, then actually TikTok might be the right place for you because they're flooding there for their own marketing purposes. So it's about picking the right platform for you and doing a little bit of research before and making sure that your audience are there because otherwise you're putting out great content to an empty room, which you don't want to do. Absolutely. Okay, so if we ask the question, which is, so we've said, you know, social media or webinars, which is right for you? What would Mm -hmm. be your conclusion on that statement? What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? And like, once you know that, you can know what you need to do. If it's about sharing awareness of a topic and brand awareness and reaching a new audience, social media is for you. If it's about educating your audience and giving them more information and case studies and really deep diving into your data and your product for an hour, webinars are for you. Um, But both require follow up afterwards, both require you to engage in your audience after posting or after the webinar um yeah but just picking the one that meets your goal is is important Mm. and i think coming back to what i keep saying but it is part of a bigger strategy so they they fall in sections it's not all about one or the other um it's about when each is right for Mm -hmm. your audience and what you're trying to relate which is exactly what you said excellent yeah and it's a perfect campaign to have both perfect campaign i think there's such a an idea of one or the other for everything like do i do webinars social media do i do emails or social media and it shouldn't be a this or that it should be what works for you and if both works for you perfect okay here's a question do if i only had budget for one because actually you know some smaller companies may only have budget a small marketing budget which one would you do and i know what you're going to say to me it's about your objectives but if, for example, you yeah, wanted um, yeah. to quickly increase leads, which one would you do? And why? Um, it, there's a few factors in this. It would depend if you already have a social media presence and we're just building off it. And it would also depend on your data. If you don't have a social media and you've never done it before and you have a small marketing budget, I would choose webinars because you you do take three to six months to build that momentum for social media especially if you've done nothing beforehand um and webinars can be a quicker 
return and investment for leads. Um, but if you do already have a presence on social media and you're just sort of increasing it, I think social media is a, is a, is a good option, a better option, because long term, it continues to serve you. Um, so that would be my thing. Yeah, that'd be my answer to that. Great. Okay, so if you would like to hear more about the difference between webinars and social media and what could be right for you, we have a lot of articles on our website um, about all types of medical device marketing. So please go there, have a look at that, um, or get in contact with us. We'd be really happy to share any information to help you uh, with your marketing campaigns as well. So thank you very much to Becca, um, and we will be back very, very shortly. Bye.